0: Hi, and welcome to She Aloud, the show where stories heard empower. Join me as I have candid conversations with women telling their stories so their voices are heard. I am your host, Nixie Foster. Hi and welcome to this week's episode of She Allowed where stories heard empower and this week I have got Jackie joining me she is one of the seasoned with empowerment authors so I'm going to pass you over to Jackie and she's going to introduce herself and tell you a little bit about who she is and what she does hi Jackie.
1: Hi Nixie thank you for having me so I'm Jackie I'm a complimentary therapist uh in North Wales on the beautiful Isle of Anglesey. I am originally from Germany and then I moved to the UK. This is going back now 23 years. Met my husband and now we moved here to Anglesey and that's where I set up my lovely business which I absolutely love and do.
0: So wow I um, you've traveled across the across the channel across the continents and And I'm sure you've got some really interesting experiences to share and inspire. So why is telling your story
1: important to you? Um, It's important because I've held back all my life, always have done, uh, which you will see, read in my chapters. Um, That I've just shied away from people, too afraid of what people would think of me if I was to tell the truth. You know, Um, so now that I've found myself, I am ready to release and let go and share my stories because I know it will help others as well in certain side of things. Because I speak about um, my childhood, how I got bullied. And then I also speak about I suffered from being uh, homelessness. So uh, I speak a little bit about that. Um, and then I'll speak a bit about my family, my my grandparents, not much. Only I put little bullet points in there. Um, but the big one is about me and my son, because obviously I've lost touch with him. And um, I know there are other mums out there who've lost touch with their children. So it's important to share and open up about it.
0: Yeah, I, I really think it is because there was points for me when I was distant from my parents um, and I'm so glad I got the opportunity to build back relationships and I think it's really hard now I'm a mum and now having spoke to them as an adult it's hard to see and experience that as a mum as to why and and all those emotions that go with it so I'm really looking forward to hearing hearing a bit more about that and your and your story yeah what was it you know that struggle why do you think you struggled to use your voice
1: and tell your your story because I felt I wasn't being listened to about my emotions because all I got was Oh, don't be daft. You know, he's only young. He will come back. He will see things. Well, this is going back five years ago now. Mm. You know, he's an adult himself now. And uh, I just felt as if, like I said, I felt judged every time I opened up about my story. And that was hurting me and um, being judged. So that's what silenced me even more. And I know that from my previous job, I was always open and honest. And I speak openly about my anxiety because it did trigger my anxiety, my OCD, you name it, as well as eating disorder again. Um, I thought I would get the support, but I didn't. And that's what silenced my voice now. But as mentioned, now that I found myself, I feel we have to speak open about it. Because why Why should we hide away? Why should we not be heard? You know. We are all human beings. We all go through different things. So why be judged? Why we should be allowed to share our stories, tell our stories and be heard. And,
0: and that's really important. And I think women at all stages of their lives, right from when they are little girls, are told, don't be silly. Yeah. Don't, mm-hmm. don't be silly. Mm-hmm. But my feelings are valid. I This is how I feel. And that's, I think... I think shouting that from the rooftops it's so important because so many from right from when you were tiny all the way up through all aspects of our our lives we're told don't be silly or you don't know what you're talking about I mean how many times as a mum across all aspects were you made to feel like you didn't know what you were talking about and then 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 the then your story that you're going through with with your son, I, I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to, to reading and learning more about that because obviously I I've, I've been part of of your circle and I know know a bit about you. But but like you said, it's not something that you felt you could openly share. And yeah. and how it's one of the most emotional things that you've probably ever gone through. And yet
1: nobody's there to support you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm getting emotional now just talking about it. And it, and how and
0: everybody's feelings are valid, but yet you were made to feel yours.
1: Yeah.
0: And yeah, that's just just horrible. And and so many of us experience that, that our our voices are not valid as women because they're too emotional they make people yeah. feel uncomfortable mm. and that is why I'm so passionate about women sharing their stories and unlocking their voices because we have so much to inspire and empower others think, yeah so what was the key that that unlocked your voice what was that key that began to to, to uncage it for you to feel like you could use it
1: Um. I think because as a therapist myself, um, I'm always giving the advice to others, you know. So it was in a way of like, Jackie, why don't you practice what you preach? You (laughs) You need to start working on yourself and you need to be able to be open and honest about things, which, which I was. But I still kept it in. I was more writing it down in journal writing rather than saying it out loud. Um, so I think now it's it. That's what unlocked my voice now is like, well, I'm helping others. I've helped myself. Why not bring it out to the open now, you know, and help as many people out there as much as I can, you know, to be heard and people who may be going to something similar to myself, you know, who can relate to it. And then um, as my title goes, is um, there is light at the end of the tunnel. You know, I'm still emotional by not having that contact with my son, but there's hope, you know, there is hope. So, yeah. Uh,
0: And that is the thing. I think many of us and I'm sure you felt this as women, we go through life feeling like nobody else feels like this. Nobody else has experienced this because. We no longer sit and talk, supported and loved, and held in that divine energy of of of, of love and nurturing that women in um of our ancestors did. And and have you experienced that, that you very much feel like you've lost that supporting love that from women and yeah. It it's just so sad that, that yeah. and that is why sharing your story and and bringing women's voices Mm. it's just really important um so you are one of the seasons with empowerment authors uh, which Mm. is going to be released over the summer of 2023 um we also have some talks coming up and and your talk is going to be so powerful I can just 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 know that it's going to really be one of those ones that hits in the in the in the stomach and the real feels. So, do you want to tell us a little bit about your chapter, your your storytelling, which is that heart of humanity, and how that kind of links into the heart of the home? Because women's ordinariness is in our everyday lives, which are actually extraordinary, and mm. so much of that happens at the backdrop of of the kitchen where we come together. Where we make meals, where we share love with our family, with our friends over a cup of coffee or a glass of wine. So, tell me a little mm-hmm. bit about, a little bit more about your chapter, um, as much as you feel you would like to share, and how that relates to your, to your, to the heart of your of your home as well as the heart of humanity.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, um, I, there is a little bit that I write about my grandparents, for instance, when I was homeless. And um, when I basically looked, I I was never, never told anybody that I was homeless. So I literally just carried on staying out, you know, and find a place to sleep where I could. Um, And one day I got let down by somebody. But my grandparents actually lived close by. It was three o'clock in the morning. So I knew they were early birds, but I had to wait till around about five o'clock in the morning And um, I went and knocked on my grandma's door. And we all know we love our grandparents, don't we? We love our grandparents cooking. We always relate to something like that. So I knew I was in safe hands with them, but I wasn't very honest with them, obviously, that I've no home. But uh, she took me on for the day. um, And it just, as I was writing the chapter, it just reminded me. And you may hear it in there. I'm laughing inside because of the jokes that we always share, but yet the recipes that she had. And I remember her cellar full of homemade jams, pickles, um, apple crumbles, you name it. She always had prepared dishes for certain days of the week ready. They were all in her cellar and just thinking about it and writing about it just made me smile and feel warm again you know it's like ah oh, these are happy memories we all have to have some kind of happy memories don't we so I, I got really excited about sharing that and um the food that I enjoyed of my mom uh, of my grandma's. grandma's cooking was always best as everybody would say <laughs> <laughs> but I
0: think I think that is a key, isn't it? I mean, we've become more and more quick processed. Get out of that kitchen. You know. Yeah. But so much love comes from the food, the memories, those moments of a, the backdrop of the kitchen, which is the heart yeah. of the home, because we're not just filling our bodies full of nourishment. No. It's it's our minds, our emotions and it's those moments of the cooking that we remember that that we can look back and we can feel connected and, and like you say it makes you smile mm-hmm. it makes you remember a time when you weren't at the best place that you've ever been you're mm-hmm. at a low point but yet there was still something some that, love that, yeah. that, that filled you with with love and and so many of those, and those ordinary voices, your grandma's voice, mm. has been lost because nobody is talking about the ordinariness mm. of of women's lives and us being in moments where actually extraordinary moments happen. And yes. and you know, when we're in our moments, even when it's something that is extraordinary, we feel like it's normal because mm. there's nobody. Validating our voices. There's nobody listening to yeah. our voices. So it's it's just I'm quite emotional because I have memories of my nan as well baking and 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 the kitchen and and my dad as well. You know, creating things um in the kitchen. Even though I um I wasn't allowed to cook in the kitchen for for, for quite a while at my mum and dad's, and it wasn't because I couldn't cook. Everybody had a joke that I couldn't cook, but it was just. Um, you know I, I was very strong-minded and I did things my way so if it was supposed to be a certain way even if that was going to be the best way mm. I wasn't going to cook it that way and um, <laughs> there were a few disasters or I'd get distracted I easily got yeah. distracted like i I think I managed to set fire to some toast under the grill once because <laughs> I started drawing whilst oh, the toast is taking too long let's have a doodle oh no why is smoke alarm going? sort of thing but it's that backdrop of that so much happens there and Mm. and that's where we and it's often a safe space
1: it is yeah
0: yeah well if we're going to tell our stories in our in our daily lives that's where it'll happen isn't it where
1: we're when we're cooking when we're having that coffee yeah it's a smell that brings it back isn't it as well it's like oh yeah I remember (laughs) yeah
0: yeah and it's and everybody needs needs that, that that kind of anchor of of love yeah so thank you for joining me today and um, before we go I've got a couple more questions for you okay. so there are so many women out there that are really struggling to be heard their voices are very much still silent um what's one thing you would say to empower and inspire
1: them don't give up and don't look back feel the fear and do it anyway uh definitely one that I relate to because it's after my son left us that's where I got my lowest um it took I think a good year and a half before I set up I I I thought I was not good enough As a mother, as a person, in my job, in anything that I was doing. And it was hard for me to start over. But when I did, I was still fearful, but I did it anyway. And now I am so pleased to look back to how far I've come and to what I've achieved now. So yeah, don't don't look back, feel the fear and do it anyway.
0: Yeah, and that, and it is powerful. It's it's that one step, one word at a time, isn't it? Of yes. of taking those moments and and pushing through that fear. So I I love that. That is a, a really great inspiration. So now this is this next question is one that quite a few of them have have, have struggled with so far. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say to you, what's one question you wish I'd asked you? And how would you have answered if I had? Um, so it has stumped a few, and they've all gone, oh, oh no. I but um, <laughs> me, I always think, oh, I wish that somebody asked me that and
1: had led yeah. me. So, um, probably, do I have any regrets? And my answer would be no, because I learned from it each and every day. Um, I don't regret my childhood. I don't regret my adulthood. And I don't regret anything with my son's upbringing because we all learn from it. You know, we all try our best and our best is good enough. So, yeah, I don't have any regrets
0: and i think that's so important isn't it because often we get caught in looking back and regretting and going why did i do this mm-hmm. when actually um so yeah actually it's those looking back that silence us more because Everything that happens in life is a, is a learning opportunity and a lesson. We don't know how to do things, we mm-hmm. learn as we go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the fact that you have no regrets and that you've reached that place where you can go, I've done my best, my best was yes. good enough. So, thank you so much for joining us today, Jackie. Welcome. Please do get the book, check out Jackie's chapter leave us some feedback not just on the podcast but if you've read the book um, please do let us know what you think and how it's helped you unlock your voice so where can the listeners find you on the online space
1: okay so um they can find me on facebook um, which, if they want my complimentary side, th- complementary side of things, it's um, uh, Cam Touch Holistic Therapies. That's on Instagram as well. But I do have a um, Facebook group where I share things about self care, self awareness, self love, um, and that is—I've forgotten my own site now. <laughs> I think it's holistic health and well-being with Jackie.
0: Well, we're going to put all the links for where you can connect with Jackie in the show notes. So just scroll down to the show notes and they'll all be in there and you'll be able to reach out and connect. So that's the end of this week's episode. Please do join us again when in two weeks you will have another one of the Seasoned with Empowerment authors. And join us to to unlock your voice and be part of She Allowed, where stories heard empower. Thank you for listening and please follow She Allowed and join me next time when we'll be having more conversations with women ready to tell their story to inspire you to unlock your voice too.